Robbie. Yo. Are you fired up about our new official title sponsor? I really am excited. Bro, we talking level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. Have you ever heard of them, Robbie? I haven't. Bro, I just bought a new house. No joke, no game. I called the competition. I can't get a call back. Won't give me a free estimate. Can't make time for me. I'm talking about level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. They don't care if you live in Lake Charles. They don't care if you live in New Orleans. They don't care if you live in Alexandria. They're going to give you the free estimate. They're going to give you the personal touch. They're going to make sure you get what you need to succeed because level up gutters, they're winners. And winners win. Winners win. Go like level up gutters on Facebook. The phone number you need to call if you want that free estimate is 337-257-5149. That's 337-257-5149. Don't forget, winners win when you level up. Level up gutters. I got my boy, my partner, Jay Center. He's not in studio tonight. He stayed in Hackberry. Jay, where the hell's daddy at tonight? Man, you know, daddy, he's coaching up uh, St. Louis and JV tonight, man. They had a, a big-time game matchup against LCC Prep. He called and told me earlier they just got done. They only lost by six. So, so I mean – He's now he's getting ready for uh, their game this week against uh, Vider. They they go to Vider this week. Uh, hopefully they get a W. Vider's zero and three on the year. So, so Daddy's gonna take St. Louis Saints, go into the Pirates home field, and then the week after that they got a big home matchup against uh, Kinder at home in Lake Charles. But last week, Daddy told me that they beat Iota for St. Louis to go two and zero. They beat them fourteen to eleven. And uh, what was crazy about that game was that uh, with a minute, two minutes left to go in the game, uh, St. Louis goes for a fake punt instead of punting the ball away to them. Uh, they go for a fake punt. They get stopped, and then they get 30 yards in penalties. Uh, they go down to first and goal, second and goal, and uh, Iota throws an uh, interception with 50 seconds left on the clock for uh, – Daddy's team to seal the victory, baby. Daddy's coaching his ass off. Oh, he's like uh, – he's the next uh, Nick Saban of high school football, baby. He's the next Jerry Sandusky. Oh, oh no, I didn't mean that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, hold on, hold on. Too much, too much. All right. Jazz, I love you. All right. Yeah. This is what we learned week number two. And we're going to get it kicked right off with the Monday press conference from Brian Kelly today at noon. His opening statements, I love it. He, he Great job by the PR team at LSU. He opens up 
with uh he sets his meeting instead of noon he sets it at 11:55 then he shows up at noon and he walks on stage with a dollar a $10 bill so embracing yeah, the joke of, embracing the joke of last week very smart anytime you take something rough like that own it and uh people they'll quit making fun of you when you laugh at yourself i think it was a great job LSU's PR team or Brian Kelly whoever done that but in his opening statements he led off with Jane Daniels has led his last eight consecutive drives have all led in scoring in the last two games. I think that's a that's a that's a that's a sign of the future. I I truly believe in Jaden Daniels, but I'm, this ain't about me. I'm gonna stay with uh, the press conference. He uh, said SEC competition starts this week, so everything heightens. He talks Leach's offense, how high precision it is, and the defense's uh, attention to detail is a deal breaker. They must tackle. Jay, you've watched a lot of Leach in the last couple of years, and you've watched Leach when he was at Tech, Washington State. It's all about getting guys yeah. in space, right? Yeah, it's just – and they, the announcers I watched, we watched the game with Arizona, and they was kind of poking fun at Leach. Everybody has a big clipboard or a big playbook uh, laminated sheet, right? And Leach has this little bitty uh, index card. He's got playbook. like a five-by-five card. Yeah, he's only got like 10 plays, man. I did but, listen to an Aggie know. podcast, and they were talking about how Jimbo Fisher's got 17 play call sheets for his shitty offense. And uh, Jim and 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 on that on that podcast, the A and M podcast, they said, and Mike Leach's dumbass is gonna come in with a postcard and beat us. I, I, so that, that is funny. You said that. So uh, Kelly goes straight into uh, state has two quality wins already that we're gonna cover in a little bit. He said they have a veteran defense. They run a three three five with a lot of juniors and seniors. Will Rogers is leading the SEC in yards. And number two, Tyrus Wheat, a Louisiana boy from a meet. 6'2", 260-pound linebacker, is uh, jumps off the tape. So he said look for him to play linebacker, and they put him on the side standing up. Just watch out for him. He opened it up to questions. They said uh, John. Uh, first question was John Emery's coming back this week. How much does that mean for your uh, pass and run game? He said we're excited because he's worked hard, but we're going to be careful. We're not going to put too much on him. Remember, he's got a little rust. He hasn't played in a while, but he definitely will be in the rotation. Next question was, how big is the conditioning for this week with State wanting to throw the ball 50 times? He said we have, they have to consider tempo. It's hurry up, but they can get their subs in. He said uh, the team may look different. It was kind of a little nugget. He said the team may look different this weekend due to we will have guys on the field that are good in space. Jay, that's say, is that saying they're going to play a little more linebackers that are better in coverage? or in, uh, is, that, is that what you're getting off of that? Yeah, I mean, they might play old Harold Perkins. He, he got a lot of playing time this weekend, so he, he led the team in tackles. So they might they might play him more, you know. He did brag so they, later they, in the press conference about uh so how so good they, Baskerville is in space too. Yeah, Baskerville's good, man. He had a pick six. Uh, uh, Perkins, they, he's one of the ones they clocked uh, twenty plus mile an hour, you know, in the, right before game one. So how crazy! You know, is he that? can run. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they clocked Jaden Dan at twenty one miles an hour. They said. I know. I love him. God, did, oh, listen, man. if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to hear me suck off Jaden Daniels every every episode as thought, of now. I love I him. I thought you was a Nussmeyer guy. No, 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 no. I sold, my, sold my soul to Jaden. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next question, which was a real important question I was worried about. They asked, uh, B.J. Ojolari going to be clear? And uh, he said, yep, he should be back according to the docs. Everything he's got is that he'll play this weekend. Then uh, same reporter asked, what challenges does the three three five defense present? Uh, present? He said it uh, – Jaden has to recognize where the overloads are coming from, and the three-three-five works really well against the spread offense. So, into my first soundbite of the night, uh, 
a, a reporter plainly asked, what does Jaden do well, specifically in, even over this past game and the first game? What, do, what does Jaden do well? And here's what uh, our fearless leader had to say. Well, I think you start with efficiency with, with Daniels. Um, his ability to keep eight drives alive consecutively and turn them into touchdowns, I think that's a great place to start. So, um, you know, I think – you know, there's still growth there, and he would tell you that if he was standing here. There's there's still growth and recognition, um, but he's so coachable. Um, I think I mentioned this the last time we talked about him is his demeanor uh, when he comes to the sideline, extremely coachable, uh, taking in information, uh, talking to the box, talking to me on the sideline where you can get him information and you can pick that up and, and move on to the next series. So I like that uh, about him. Um, Look, here's a guy with three years of starting experience, and you can sense and feel that when he comes to the sideline that you can have that kind of dialogue. Um, look, I think we've all seen his ability to throw it um, and, and run, and he was confronted with opportunities on Saturday where he could have taken off, but – for example, the touchdown to Besh, right, where he gets to the line of scrimmage and finds an open receiver and lets the ball go. If we can continue to see that, um, he, he becomes very difficult to, to contain. Very difficult to contain is how he ended that. And then I think that is a, I think that is a telltale sign of how Jaden Daniels is uh, going to do this weekend. I think he's going to be very difficult to contain. And that's going straight into the next question. He, uh, BK was asked, has he ever coached against Leach? And he said he hadn't, but they have a lot of coach uh, coaching acquaintances in the business uh, via Leach's tree and his assistants. And, you know, they've both been in the game a long time. So uh, Muscona also asked, this is your first time in the SEC. How is it for prepping for new teams? And he said he's used to new opponents due to Notre Dame never being in a conference. So it's, it hasn't really been a big learning curve for him. He's used to prepping for new teams. And – and the next question was, any history on playing an offense like this? He said, yes, Syracuse. Dino Barbers has done a great job at Syracuse. He comes from the Leech Tree. I actually didn't know that. Me and you actually saw Syracuse play at Tiger Stadium. Remember a couple years ago, Jay? Yeah. And they kind of gave LSU fits that day. You remember? That was frustrating. Almost oh, come yeah. back and won. Yeah, it was frustrating. But then, like we said earlier, that, um, you know, they ended up beating number two Syracuse that year or something. So, you know, we didn't feel that bad after that. Yeah, no, wait, number was it Clemson they beat? Clemson, I'm sorry, yeah. Clemson they yeah. beat number Clemson beat I mean Syracuse beat number two uh, Clemson like later on in the year after they played LSU. That's right, that's right. I do remember that. So uh he said uh the next question was asked about offensive line changes. He said he was pleased with the group that played this last weekend and they they will go with that, he confirmed, but you will see a lot more Emory Jones. So the group last week was Campbell at left tackle, Dellinger at left guard, Turner at center. Bradford at right guard, and Frazier at right tackle. So he kind of gave a little dive into that's where they're going to be. The uh, next question was, and this one was I was ready to ask you, Jay. I've been This has been driving me fucking crazy. When can we expect seven banks? He said he was, he was close to being ready. He, he wanted to play on the opener, season opener, but he was about 90%. He will be dressed this weekend, ready to play, and they'll know by Thursday where he's at in rotation. And the reason he said that, he said because – DBs have to be all hands on deck this weekend. You, uh, they, they, they're definitely gonna get tested this weekend. Oh my god, I know, no doubt, no doubt. I'm fired up and I'm nervous. What about you? Same way, yeah, that's right. Same way, man. I'll, I'll be out there for the game. Hell yeah. All right, so next question he was asked about 
Mississippi State. What what did they call to change at practice this week? Was it did they have to change a lot of things for their practice? Getting ready for a team that throws this much, or was it practice, uh, business as usual, worrying about themselves? And this is what BK said. I found it very interesting. Game day practice. Yeah, yeah, it's a good question. I, I think perceptually that that people think that there's a lot of curveballs, but this is this is um, dive, QB keep, or pitch. There's maybe four or five, six concepts that are run so well and so efficiently that if you get too cute on defense, that's where you get exposed. Or you try to do one thing to take it away. If you play too much man, if you play too much three-man rush, if you try to be one-dimensional defensively, that's where you get in trouble. So this is really about trying to change up your looks, try to make it so they don't see the same thing every time. Um, but they're going to run what they run, and they just run it better than you can defend it in three days of preparation. And again, I go back to that. I, I know you're going to get sick of the option, triple option. So Jay, what, what what he said right there was he was talking about how they genuinely only have five to six different concepts that they run so well, and it's so hard to game plan for for three or four days. And he he spoke on. You remember. Famously, last year we always talked about how um, our defensive coordinator last year he rushed three most of the game against them, yeah, and dropped eight, yeah, dropped eight, and kept everything in front of him. So correct, and I've seen when 2019 the toughest game we had that year, Auburn done that to us at our house. They rushed three and dropped eight, and we killed them running the ball a lot. Yeah, so, I, I use it. I can only work if you have three good defensive linemen. You know, correct. So, so I mean, Mason Smith would have definitely helped big time this this uh, game, man. Man, he, you're you're very right because Auburn had the fucking defensive lineman <laughs> in 2019, Cat. Yeah, they had all three all three of them guys went pro. Yes, you know. So it's a uh, two. I don't know if two of them went in the first round or what. First round, late early second round. I know that for sure. Two of them. That was three so, monsters. They almost beat us by themselves. Yeah, they was. Yeah. Okay, so uh, wrapping up the, uh, the press conference right here, he was asked about Greg Clayton returning punts. He was asked how his relationship and how, how that all got started, him coming to LSU. He said, Frank brought him in from UTSA. He's from Louisiana. I'm pretty sure he's from Lutcher. He said he's a good receiver, just lost in the depth chart as a receiver, but they trust him returning punts. But he also said, Jay, after the game on Saturday night, that don't be surprised if they give Malik another chance. So that's very interesting. He didn't say that today, but he said that yeah. on Saturday night. So look for that. That's something to be looking for. <laughs> uh, what, that makes me just as nervous as the game. I know. So what if if, <laughs> if Malik comes out on that? What are the fans? How do you think the fans will embrace Malik walking out on that uh, if he was to catch the first punt? Hold their breath. <laughs> Hold their fucking breath. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't think nobody's gonna boo him or nothing. If he if he muffs it, then oh, BK is gonna so. catch hell. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If 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 if, if uh, Malik marches out there and he muffs it, oh man, that's not a good. They're gonna boo. They're gonna boo. They're gonna boo him bad. Okay, so uh, last uh, last two questions. He asked if he'll if uh, he's gonna remain in tempo because LSU's had so much success in tempo. He said, uh, if tempo's effective, they will remain in it. But it'll be a blend. We won't always be in hurry up. And yeah. uh, the secondary assessment, he asked, you know, so far, how do you assess your secondary? He said, the corners have done good. They're consistent. Their tackling's getting better. Jay, this was, to me, the nugget of the of the whole press conference. 
He said, yeah. Brooks playing safety helps communication where I need it. He said, Ward at the nickel better fits his game. This weekend is a great challenge. So, Jay Ward didn't come in as a safety. Jay Ward came in as a cornerback with Cordell Flott. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I did not – Jay, I watched the game twice. I did not even notice Jay Ward was playing nickel. Did you notice that? Yeah. No, I I didn't. I watched it, you know, after the first half, I was kind of flipping back and forth between uh, Kentucky and Florida and LSU because it was kind of mop-up duty, so I didn't – I didn't pay attention and like I should because I mean it was fifty one nothing in the first half. So yeah, yeah, I got you. And, you know. and a great yeah, game. but I, I mean they started off with uh with, with Ward at, at safety for sure. You know, maybe they probably moved them there. Yeah. Towards I guess the middle of the game or so. Greg Brooks come from Arkansas. Yeah, he was that's a safety, good. wasn't he? No, he was a nickel back at Arkansas. Okay. Uh, Fusha was a yeah. Fusha was a safety man. Hopefully, there's so something about on, him soon. <laughs> still waiting on him, man. Still waiting on him. That's right. So just look this weekend for Brooks to play safety and uh and Ward to play nickel. Thought that nickel. was a That's good. real interesting hey, nugget. Whatever they think, man. That's right. So Jay, going straight into Southern notes. I got a, I got yeah. a, a good amount of notes for Southern uh, and uh way okay. more than I probably should. And I want to. I got a lot of questions for you. So All right. LSU gets the win this past weekend, sixty-five to seventeen. Looked like mm-hmm. a, there was a, a lot of things they were working on personally that they got to get some good reps in. Like, God, you would have loved to seen them get these reps in before the Florida State game. But Yeah, I said that too, man. If they would have played Southern Week Zero and then played Florida State, I think it would have been a totally different ball game. Yeah, it, it, you know? it upsets me to think about it, but I guess it's, it's, I guess it's water under the bridge now. And uh, yeah. so right off the bat, Jay, Brian Kelly said he challenged his team to set the tempo on kickoff, and Xavier Carter kills this dude. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Sage Ryan recovers the, fumber, re- recovers the fumble. I mean, that really yeah. set the tempo, and LSU never looked back after that, right? No, yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a rough go for Southern from the get-go, man. They scored the most points they've ever scored in the LSU game, 37 points in the first quarter. That was a uh, wild. It was happening fast. Uh, that was wild, yeah. True. I mean, it was just like back to back to back, three and out, three and out, score. You know what I'm saying? It was like, whoa. Okay, so honest question right here, and I have no problem with saying I did not know who Xavier Carter was. Did you know who Xavier Carter was? No, I don't know who that was. He's a defensive end. I did not know who he, I had to look. and It said no, it was number 17, but I knew it yeah. wasn't uh, Chris Hilton's little ass at number 17. <laughs> this was a defensive end they had running out on special teams. And poor, yeah. he killed that poor guy. So, anyways, my one of my favorite things of this game, Jay, was on the first drive, Jaden Daniels uh, on third and seven. I'm pretty sure he runs in and gets the touchdowns with his legs. Jay, mm-hmm. I challenge anyone listening to this, go watch the highlights on YouTube. The first person to pick him up off the ground was Kayshawn Butte celebrating with him. That's good, man. The body language He's, was uh... way better for Kayshawn this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Kelly – Gave me earful after that game and, and practice. I'm sure he, uh, I'm sure he, that's why I had a little more pep in his step this game, man. Hey, doing it, doing it like that and doing it when showing faith in him because they went to him early and often. I know you noticed that. Very first pass. Very first pass was Kayshawn, a little swing to the outside, man. Got him going in the running game, too. Yeah. With yeah, that, with some, nice Matt, run, with some Matt Canada style play calling. Yeah, yeah, he had he had one for forty one yards, man, on one uh one rush. Okay, that was good. 
And uh, so another note I have is uh, look at the way the team reacts to Jaden after that touchdown pass. I'll never forget. It's embedded in my brain. I was around 12 or 13 years old. I was watching NFL uh, ESPN Classic or NFL Films was on. And Steve Young was talking about this clip of uh, whenever, you know, he finally earned the trust of the 49ers after, you know, Joe Montana was the quarterback for the 49ers forever. Yeah. And he it's, it's his team now. And and Steve Young was like dual threat before dual threat was dual threat. He was a go just look at stats yeah. of Steve Young. He was a, a he was a dual threat quarterback. And he ran around the end one time, and he got killed by some linebacker. I mean, after he had scored the touchdown, it was a late hit. It was a dirty hit, and the whole team came running, picking him up off the ground. And it was really like ten guys ran over and chased after that dude. Was you know it was like a a moment where I felt that whenever Jaden Daniels made that play, the whole team ran over to him. All ten guys and dapped him up, praised him up. It, it looks like he's taking ownership of this team from the outside looking in, and we yeah. we know it's not a QB competition anymore after this game either, right? Well, I was about to ask you. You don't you don't think that, you don't think it's two man race? <laughs> I'm starting to think maybe it never was, and he just had to keep somebody here in case uh, Walker. You can't have Walker Howard as your backup quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> Could I mean, have been no worse. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 for sure. I know the whole plan with uh, Walker's dad and and Brian Kelly kind of agreed they wanted to redshirt him this year. So I think they did everything yeah, they yeah. could to keep Nuss there. It, Jay, if I, I held your feet to the fire right now, do you think Nuss is there next year? No, I think so too. This isn't. This is a different world. He knows yeah, Walker's agree. behind him. He knows Walker's uh, BK's guy, right? Yeah, I mean, BK Walker definitely his guy, and looks like Daniels is his guy this year, and he's a junior. Hopefully, he comes back next year, man. I know, man. Two more years, and and uh, and Walker start as a redshirt sophomore. I'd be that's right, how you right in line, man. God, that's how you set it up. All right, that's uh, what I'm saying. My my next uh, it's probably uh, Rob is probably not as probably not uh, Kelly's first rodeo. Huh? No, no, no. He's done this a little bit before. <laughs> so Jay, going. We already talked about Greg Clayton Jr the UTA transfer returning punts, you're the coach. Are you going right to Greg Clayton? Or are you giving Malik uh, a turn, first first punt of the game? Uh, Your call. I'll probably give it to Clayton, man. I'll give it to Clayton. He looked good. He caught the ball. He ran for you – know, I know it's southern, but, I mean, still, he looked a lot more comfortable. He uh I mean, he didn't show any sign. He looked he looked comfortable doing the fair yeah, catch, too. Yeah, that's good. So, go straight to Clayton. That's what you do? Oh, yeah. So, okay, Malik, you, Malik, you keep catching them uh, eight-yard slant routes and turn them into thirteen yards. That's yeah, what you do best. That's right. Keep doing that. Don't worry about the punts. We got them. You know, <laughs> I love it. Jay, one so, thing I noticed: the safeties. I have written on my notes: safeties and Brooks flying around. Did you? Uh, did you just just happen by chance to notice that, dude? Our safeties are like uh, Major Burns and Jay Ward and Greg Brooks, et cetera. Dude, yeah, they fly to good. the ball. They look fast. And, and, and they look – and I was going to say that against Florida State, they look slow for okay. some reason. I don't know what it was. They look slow. I, I was thinking that whenever uh, Travis got out in space, I was like, why can't we catch this dude, man? I just thought they looked really slow. Linebackers and safeties and DBs – I mean, DBs are covering most of the time. I'm saying linebackers and safeties. They just look slow. But this game, like I said, I know it's Southern, but – it looked a, like you just said they looked a lot faster getting to the ball this game. Kelly sure. said that he they preached and preached and preached about playing instinctively, like let it fly. 
Like, you're, yeah, that's it don't matter how good an athlete you are. If you're out there playing timid and not making a decision and going all in on it, like, you, you're going to look slow. They looked like yeah, they looked I mean, free this weekend. I don't know if it, I don't know if they're just taking bad angles on Travis or what, but they just it didn't look like the LSU of old or the LSU of late defense, you know. I hope I mean, Louisville kills Travis on Friday. Yeah, the, the only thing about that game, Rob, is uh, you see Florida State uniforms they're coming out with. Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, what they got? All white. Are they wearing all? Oh, you know I'm a sucker for that all too. White. It's my favorite. I like, I see something they call it. Why the fuck? Pretty cool. That is tight. Yeah, but you still you still root against them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, and, uh, we I've already talked about he got Butte going early and often. That's a beautiful thing. You look yeah. for them to do that again. Jay, next I got on my list is the fan on the field. Did you did you see this dude on the field? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that dude doing, man? Hey, you he know, walked I had, out on the ten yard line, put his hands on his hip. Hey, he was, he in, was in the, the moment, moment, wasn't he? Like, yeah, just like taking it in, like. Mama, hey. I finally made it. Yeah. I was like, "What is he doing?" <laughs> well, you, you, they didn't show it on TV, you know, but they showed them what? picking him off, and they showed, they showed all the players laughing. LSU players were laughing and pointing. Yeah. I was like, "What the heck? They laughing and pointing at?" And then they panned to him, and then I seen the whole video. I think Jacques Doucette, uh put it on Twitter, and and uh, you know, the two cops went out there just to escort him off, and I think they would have been fine. He just sort of walked off on his own will. Then he started pointing at him and slapping at him. And that's when they said, oh, young man, no, no, no. put his head to the ground. I, said, I watched oh, man. one state trooper come in and shove his forehead in the ground. Yeah, yeah, big dummy. What? And uh, yeah, Jordan man, Rogers, you man for life. Your boy Jordan, your boy Jordan Rogers said that he was on bath salt on the call. <laughs> Jordan was, he on, was the on the call. What? Jordan Rogers said that he was on them bath salts. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. yeah, I thought that was a uh, that was funny and interesting. One thing about Jordan, he was bragging about us. Even when he was playing back. Yeah, he was sucking oh. him off the whole time. Yeah, I, was, I didn't understand it. And one thing about us, Rob, is that, like you said, there's definitely no – if you think there's a quarterback battle, then you must have been watching a different game than I watched. Because Nuss threw the ball twice as many times as Daniels that game. Twice as many times. Barely had the little more yards, had two interceptions, no touchdowns. Daniels, he was 10 for 11. 140 yards, three touchdowns, man, no picks. Not even he's not, I'm not saying he won't throw a pick because I'm sure he will. You know, everybody makes mistakes. But so far in two games, five quarters of play, he hasn't even thrown one close to being an interception. And knock on wood, and hopefully he doesn't, but that's just crazy to me that I he am. hasn't. I am knocking on he, wood. He, yeah, you know, he's, he's thrown the ball, what, uh, 47 times? And out of 47 throws, he's only made four bad throws. And that was all in the first game. That's a fact. I mean, that's 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 wild, man. It, it really and, is. Uh, <laughs> and thus, man, I, I told you this on the phone too earlier uh, on the weekend. I said that Brian Kelly must have had something against Miles Brennan. Not 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 nothing bad. I'm just because I don't think that Miles will be starting over Daniels as much as Daniels is doing. As much good as he's done these two games, no way. Daniels is just too. Too much of a dual threat, too much of a, a total package, you know. But Nuss, <laughs> there's no way that Nuss was uh, number two on the depth chart over Miles. No way, man. What if, what if it I was said, just a big agreement for him to come in? And, yeah, I uh, guess. Who knows? I who guess, knows, man? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we'll never, we'll never know. But, yeah. But another thing by Nuss is that he threw one of the top three worst throws I've ever seen in my life in football, college. Give college us the other two. Football. Give us the other two. Max Johnson versus UCLA last year when he threw it behind his back. That's a I, fact. I don't know how it was intercepted. That was the first. That was the worst one. 
Kyler Murray uh, in the NFL playoffs last year. He threw that ball underhanded at the goal line. Well, at the, his goal line, the end zone was at his back. He threw it, and the guy picked it off for a pick six, man. And then Nuss was should have took the sack, should have threw it out of bounds. He just kind of pitched it to the defense in a interception, pick six for 94 yards. 94 yards. The dude, the guy did a Deion Sanders high step last 10 yards because there's nobody close to him. Jesus. I mean, that was that was bad, man. That was a bad performance by him. Did did you see the picture yeah. of him and Miles Brennan till hunting yes, uh, yesterday? No, I'm, <laughs> no. I'm not joking. No, I didn't see it. Yeah, I got it. I'll send it to you. My 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 boss sent it to me and uh said, "Look at these mullets." I was like, "Yep, that's a uh, it's all starting to add up." Oh fucking Nussmeyer <sighs> yeah, was yeah, still hunting. All right. Oh, well. Next uh next I got on my list, Jay Kelly with the visor. That looks fresh. I like <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. Visor Kelly. You think yeah, you think you get some, no, the only there's only two not fashion things, but two things I could change about Kelly and Daniels. I told you. Kelly got to get some eye drops in them eyes, baby. They got to get <laughs> them eyes is red. <laughs> them eyes are red. red. Yeah, they're red. I know he gets red in the face, but his eyes don't need to be so red. Yeah. And then another thing about Daniels, the one thing I would change about Daniels, he got to cut that hair and put it in something, man. He got to do something with that hair. His hair is, uh, he's got to go like kid. He looked like kid and play from a uh, house party. Jesus. <laughs> That's my only knock on Daniel. All right. I'll, uh, I fuck with Jaden's hair. It's, uh, it's, you uh, like that? Oh, like yeah, bro. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right. So my next on my notes, I had false starts with Anthony Bradford. I think he kind of struggled in the beginning. Uh, he had a couple false starts on, on him, and he was at center, correct? That's what we said. So uh, no, Anthony Bradford was a right guard. Right guard. Okay, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who who did they put? In, who did they put at center? I said it earlier. I don't fucking Charles know. Charles Turner. Turner. He's more of a natural center other than Dellinger, but uh, yeah, they they, they said that in the beginning before. I think in spring ball it was Charles Turner playing center, and then that freshman uh, Larry uh, Fitzgerald West, I believe is his name. He played center in high school, and uh, I think he played a little guard, but a little center too. Uh, from Lafayette area, and uh, but he's a freshman, you know, and yeah. they need to put a little size on him, and that's why they moved uh, Dellinger to, to center. But Dellinger, uh, they, they recruited Dellinger. He was a tackle man. He was a top ten tackle coming out of Michigan yep, his sure senior was. year. Sure and, was. And you know, and so they moved him next to uh, next to Will Clapp, and they, they look good on the left side, man. They look good on the left side. They got a little pressure from the right side again, but it wasn't nothing like Cam Wire. Um, I'm 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 interested to see they they looked a lot more confident. Obviously, they played a lesser opponent, but I'm interested to see how they do this weekend against yeah, a, yeah. a a veteran a veteran uh, Mississippi State defense. Yeah, three three five. So there's going to be three down linemen, three linebackers, and so. Yep. Remember, remember the the name we said, Mister Wheat from Louisiana. though on the edge okay. from a meet. Just remember right. him. They might have him on the edge as well too. All right. Yeah. My next uh next note was Jay on the bench touchdown. Wait, 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 wait. Who yeah. don't, don't don't somebody from Hackberry said Betch sucks? Yeah, yeah. He he also pointed out Brian Brown. He pointed out that he only had one catch. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, well, goddamn, Jaden only threw it to him once. I know. That's what I try to tell him. But I told you he's a he's a nigga tiger. But we still love him because he listens to the podcast every time it comes out. So we still love him. I for still that. love him. Still, we got we got to we got to give him uh we got to give him some uh, slack for it. But. That's right. Did you see? So Jaden 
keeping his eyes downfield whenever – and Kelly mentioned yes. this in the press conference – keeping his eyes yes. downfield yes. when he could have ran and got 15. Yeah, oh, yeah. Everybody's back was facing him. That's what you're taught as a quarterback. If you if you see a little pressure and you see all the, the quarterback, all the DB's numbers and stuff, you run, man, if something's open. But like you said, he stayed in the pocket. He, I think Best was like his third, maybe fourth read, man, and he – Stay in the pocket, let the play develop. Threw it to an open space where no no one was at. <laughs> Takes no risky throws. Everything is so. I, I really I really want him. I, I, that he he's my most uh, thing I'm I'm excited for for this 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 uh this game, man. I want to see him really get to perform, really get to show what he can do the whole game. SEC play, you know, the 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 rust and the his feet's already under him. Hopefully. You know, just just a whole SEC game setting. I, I want to see how good he performs this weekend, and if he does, like he's had shown these last two games, it, I really think LSU is going to be fine because of him. It could be a coming out party this weekend, Jay. Because like, that quarterback, that quarterback for uh, for Arizona State. I mean, I'm sorry, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, he got in space a lot. He, he rushed the ball a lot. You know. Um, Did you watch the highlights of that just, game? That summit was wild, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. His name was we'll, Delora. Yeah, we'll get to that one next. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that one. So, all right. So, uh, so Jaden's demeanor is something I had. Jaden keeping his eyes down the field. I mean, he done it even on a big third down play. He ran all the way up the middle to the line of scrimmage and then ripped one up to Malik yeah. Neighbors. Like, yeah, Malik, Malik had a pretty good game, man. He had three catches, eighty yards, and a touchdown. He, he did good, man. Yeah, Malik's leading our team in the receiving yards right now with eight receptions mm-hmm. and one hundred and fifteen yards and a tutty. Yeah, you yeah. like to see him. You know, uh, he's doing he he's doing good, man. I really wasn't really super high coming. The he, the hype was around him in camp, and uh, yeah, I've never been. I was not super high on him last year, to be honest. And uh, I think he's gonna no, be okay. He had, he had some he had some drops, and he was just real uh, he's pretty raw, man. That and he did not play his senior year, if I'm not mistaken. In high school, yeah, his senior year he didn't he didn't play yeah. as as a senior year in high school because of a, a transfer. He was hurt, regardless, and then so. He was a uh, he, he had a little rust on him, but I think he's going to be good at LSU. So my next uh, note I have Baskerville with a great game, Jay. I think it's important to that Baskerville. I think Baskerville, if we're going to be successful, has to be a part of the team. Yeah, I mean, I think in twenty twenty Baskerville was our best linebacker. Um, he better than than Damone and uh, that kid from North Dakota State, Cox. Yeah, uh, he was he was the best linebacker on the team that year. Uh, last year, I think he was the second best linebacker. Damone just—he played lights out last year. I mean, unbelievable. He had like uh, eighty-five tackles last year. Baskerville did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and so I just think I—I I, I thought coming into this game this year, you know, we talked about it, but I thought that it was going to be Jones, Baskerville, and uh, Hill Perkins as your three linebackers starting before the end of the year is over. I think it would be them three, and. And it looks like it's, it's it's going that way. I mean, P- Greg Penn's doing a good job, but I just think that that Perkins, if he can just get, if the game can just slow down, like like Fournette, Fournette in his freshman year, he started kind of shaky, not shaky, but you know what I mean, like you know, not hitting the right holes and stuff. And finally, once the game started slowing down for him, you really started seeing him thrive. And I just think that Perkins is going to get better and better the more experience he gets, and that comes with every player. I understand that, but when you have somebody like a Harold Perkins, like a Leonard Fournette, like a Patrick Peterson, you know, that super talented guys, you know, it's it's going to come to them. It will, I promise. I agree. All right. 
that we touched on a little bit, but all I heard in the offseason, whenever there was a lot of Nuss talk, and I heard Nuss try to downplay that he is not a gunslinger. I'm not, you know, he got labeled <laughs> that last year, but those picks, yeah. Jay, looked real gunslinger to me, didn't they? Well, that one, he, the, the one was a bad throw, so that wasn't really a gunslinger. That was just a bad, bad decision. Uh, the, the the one the first pick he threw that was a gunslinger. He just kept scrambling, pointing downfield. Yeah, I was about. To, I thought triple, you were saying triple. that one wasn't a gunslinger. I was about to say what? No, 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 no. That, no, he pointed and he threw his first his first pick. That's what I'm talking about. He he he, he, he scrambled a little, avoided pressure, which I thought was good. Went to the he left kept side, pointing downfield, just like Brett Favre, just like Brett Favre. Okay. Just threw it up, just threw it up, and hopefully, hopefully somebody catch it, not on the other team, and he was wrong. Where, was he trying <laughs> to throw the ball out of bounds on the second one? I don't know, Rob. I, I don't know. It's, was, it was man. bad, man. It was bad. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. think he was trying to throw it to that student that walked on the field. I don't yeah. know. You know, like five people, <laughs> like five people, text me and said, "Was that Robbie?" They really thought that was Robbie on the field. <laughs> if you look at it, he's like a tall, <laughs> awkward, dark complexed dude. Yeah, he kind of looked like was, Robbie. Uh, yeah, that was, that was Robbie. He, he's a uh, he's still on them hanger names from uh, Bourbon Street. <laughs> we just left him in New Orleans. He ended up making it back yeah. to Baton Rouge yeah. for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, my next uh, stat I had, uh, my next little note I had, I'm sorry, was uh, Walker Howard looks pretty athletic. Uh, yeah, yeah, he looks good, man. I, I saw him. He had a little run around ball. on the end, ran around on the end a little yeah. bit. Didn't did not look slow by any means. He looked athletic. Yeah, I did not know yeah. that about him coming out of high school. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's not he's not no uh, slow footed, you know. Not no, he's not Met Burger, you know. I mean, he's, that's right. He got, a, he got an arm though. They said he got an arm. Somebody got an arm like Met and 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 you know. He's an athletic little fucker. I didn't know that. So, oh, yeah. uh, next thing I had, Harold Perkins leads the team in tackles, seven tackles. Uh, we already kind of covered on that. You you brought a lot of good information on Harold. Uh, the next thing, Jay, I, I want you to tell me the truth. And this is this is just what I think. I have written down, Mike Jones has not really impressed me in the first two games. No, you're right. You're right. And, and maybe it won't be. Maybe it'll be at the end of the year. Maybe it'll be Baskerville, Perkins, and, and Greg Finn. Maybe or West Weeks. West Weeks didn't look bad, man. Maybe it'll be him in space. Maybe he needs it, who did who did who did Kelly talk about? He kept talking about when he's out on the field. I didn't catch the name. When he's out on the field, it makes us a better football team. Was he talking about Weeks? No, uh, Baskerville. Who was he talking about? Oh, he's talking about Baskerville. Okay, well, yep. he was, yeah. oh yeah, he was raving about Baskerville. That's good, man. And I like last week. He was raving about uh on the Brian, on the Kelly on the. He didn't have a lot of touches this game, but he was ranting and raving about Dre Jenkins, man. But yeah. he didn't have a lot of he didn't have a lot of touch. I don't think he had he had zero catches this game. I don't know what, what was up with that, but but man, the yeah. room is so deep, dude. With Brian Thomas, of <laughs> yeah, Brian, Brian Thomas, Thomas had a great game. Oh, man. He's good, man. Yeah, he, he, I thought he had more than that. If you'd ask me how many catches Brian Thomas had, I would have told you five. Four yeah. five. He only had two catches, you know. Before one was the but, one was the pretty sluggo that Jaden didn't want to overthrow. Yeah. The slant and go for the touchdown. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. That's all I have for uh, – you have anything else on Southern to wrap up Southern? No, man. All right. All right. Big win. Get back on the winning side. Everything's Everyone's all happy at work today because the Saints won and LSU yeah. won. The world's a better mm-hmm. place in South Louisiana. So, Jay, yeah. let's go straight into Mississippi State thoughts. Uh, okay. off, off the bat, I'm going to give you a, just a little quick summary of game uh, one and two, all of them, just the basic stats. Will Rogers, game one against Memphis, 38 for 49, 450 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. Uh, leading in rushing was Dylan Johnson, 14 carries for 67 yards. 
mm-hmm. receiving Mr. Rara or Rara Thomas, uh, 81 yards, five receptions. So, Jay, 450 yards, and the leading uh, receiver had 81. They spreading that thing out a little bit, so that's telling me. Yeah, yeah. We said we said that on our preview of Mississippi State. We said they're going to spread it out, you know. Yep. Uh, game so. two, Arizona. I'll let you dive deeper into that. You have Do you have the stats for the Arizona game? Yeah, I got them in front of me. Uh, you know, Rodgers was uh, 39 for 49, uh, 315 yards, four touchdowns, one pick. But that one pick he had wasn't his fault. He threw it to a little slant route up the middle. Up the middle, dude. Called it. Yeah, the receiver called it. He had his hand. He didn't get in front of the ball. He, he caught it to the side of his body, and it went through his hand, hit a shoulder pad, and the, the DB come down with it. So that wasn't really. He should have had zero picks. You know, he should have been. He should have been uh, forty for forty nine with uh, probably, you know, three hundred and thirty yards. You know, one, so he shouldn't have had a pick. Jay, so he's, he's really. Go ahead. One thing that kind of stands out: he threw the ball forty nine times both games, <laughs> like yeah. both games. So. I mean, they're gonna throw the motherfucker fifty times. Oh yeah, they're gonna throw it fifty times. You can you can guarantee they're gonna throw it fifty times. Yeah, so they threw it fifty times and they rushed it twenty four. You know, damn. Or actually, they only rushed. Actually, they only rushed it twenty twenty one times. Rogers got sacked three times. So, and and listen so. to the stats again. The first game, Dylan Johnson leads it with fourteen carries and sixty seven yards. The second game, it's him again, eleven carries, sixty yards. It's like. That's the way they're yeah. balanced. Uh, over over three hundred fifty yards, pa- over three hundred yards passing, and sixty yards rushing. And uh, yeah. the Thomas kid, the rare Thomas, five receptions, sixty three yards. It's uh, yeah, he's, he, he has ten catches and one hundred forty five yards and a touchdown on the year. So I mean, yeah, I saw he's six two, two hundred two hundred pound kid. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, that's uh, that's just a little brief uh, entrance into them. Uh, Mike Leach. I know that's our boy Sean's favorite coach. Yeah. Sean, Sean's second favorite coach in the SEC, the pirate, baby. Sean is going to have to get, he's got to cancel that bandwagon for one game. I know he loves him, but we (laughs) know. No, he wants, he wants LSU to beat him by 50, but he likes to root for, uh, Mike Leach when they're not, you know, when they're playing somebody else, you know, if if Mississippi State's playing Arkansas, he's going to root for the pirate. You used to like the pirate and he was with Texas Tech? Yeah, I did. Just because I, you know, I rooted for, from the beat of Texas every time, you know. And I liked, I really liked Graham Harrell and Michael Crabtree. I thought that was one of the best wide receiver uh, quarterback combos in college football. Um, I just I went to Washington State. I didn't really follow him, you know, because Washington State hardly ever plays on TV. And if they do, they come on at, at 9.30 Central. So, I ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, they – uh, they yeah, Go so, ahead. No, I was just saying, I, I just – I like him when he's at Texas Tech, you know. Do you remember uh, the reason why he got James. fired at Texas Tech? Yeah, they put they put Craig James' son in the in the equipment uh, shed and outside locked him in there. <laughs> what do you mean they locked him in the woodshed or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, something crazy, man. I know that was nuts. I, and Craig James used to be on. Dude, remember he was like a main analyst on ESPN. Like I've yeah, se- I haven't was, seen him uh, in Craig years. James, though. Craig James goes down as one of the best college running backs of all. Not you know not best, but just one of the best college running backs of all time him and uh eric dickerson was uh both at smu they was on that team that got in trouble a long time ago in like the 80s or yeah in the 80s and they got the death penalty pony express uh yeah the pony express yeah they was on that team man. i did not and, know uh, that craig james yeah craig james he was he was those uh eric dickerson's running back so they one of the best one two punches in college football of all time eric dickerson and uh and craig james um the only the only one two punch better than them well, they well, he says that not not me, but he says it. Uh, he said, but also they was the best looking 
running backs of all time was uh, Lee Corso and Burt uh, Reynolds at Florida State. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did not know Lee and Burt was there at the same time. Yeah, Burt was there. They, they, Lee was the running back and uh, starting, and uh, Burt was the uh, backup, yeah. Jesus. It is the best looking running back combo of all time. Uh, yeah, with Burt. Corso looks like a fucking Smurf. Hey, man, of course so. They, uh, but, uh, have you been watching game day this year? No, nah, not really. Not like I have in the past. Uh, it's just it's I, tough, Jay. Yeah, I don't know. I they, they show mostly uh, Bear and, and whatever. And I, 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 I watched a little bit of it for Texas, and I, I turned it. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Them bringing on uh, – them bringing on – What's his name? The the kicker that's so popular nowadays. Oh, Pat McAfee. Yeah, with them bringing on McAfee had to be something in the works because of dude, they got so much bad uh, press because Corso's up there just melting. It had to be some sort of. They probably offered him the bag, like just come on, like they need to liven up the show. It's been the same show for twenty six years. Corso's yeah, dying yeah, on just, stage. Yeah, he just he's getting old, man. This is a lot of people just don't want to. You know, no, nobody wants change. You know, they won't, people won't think it'll be the same without Corso. I mean, I love Corso, but he's getting a little older, man. He don't know what he's talking about sometimes. Well, and, we uh, all love him. He's all he's yeah, all been such yeah. a he's been a big part of our lives. If you love college football forever, yeah, so it's yeah, like watching yeah. your grandpa get old, man. It's hard. Yeah, I know. All right, so, so all right, Jay, you got anything else on Mississippi State for this weekend? Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. LSU, this is a must-win game this weekend, man. It's a must-win game to project them into being potentially four and one. You know, three and one going into uh, tennis. No, Auburn. They go to Auburn. You know, they got they got to win this one, man. I know. I'm. I'm. I really am fucking fired up, dude. I, I, to, I told. Uh, I talked to Dylan Thibodeau uh, earlier. He said he's worried about our DBs. Uh, not turn around looking for the ball. He said he's worried about that. He said he hopes they can get it done. He said he thinks it's going to be a three-point game either way, you know, 31-34, 37-34. Either way, he says it's going to be a three-point game. Like, LSU wins or LSU loses, it's going to be about three uh, for some reason. And uh, Vegas uh, Vegas has the spread right now at two, Mississippi State at two-point favorite. Two, yeah, two-point favorite. But uh, ESPN, uh, F- FBI, I know that a lot of people can take it how you want it. They got LSU at a 57% chance to win. I am looking at that right now. It's showing me 56.6. Yeah, so 57% chance to win. Goddamn FBI is getting me excited. Yeah, so, I mean, at home, uh, it's going to roll into a night game, but 5 o'clock will still be daylight, you know, but it'll roll into a night game. Um, So, does Brian Kelly – does Brian Kelly wear the visor again? <laughs> he wears a visor and he gets some eye drops. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. Uh, I, I, yeah, I didn't know you told me that, but that is funny. This son bitch's eyes are fucking glowing red. They're red. They look like he's smoking big, yeah. big blunt from southern people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what else you got on Mississippi State, Jay? No, no I just they just got to do what you said, man. They, Matt House has to put his best three. Uh, Lyman, you know, BJ is coming back. That's big. Ali Gay is going to be on the end. He'll rotate either Tank Guillory or Jaquillen Roy as your three. You know, he'll have uh, Michael Baskerville, and hopefully Mike Jones will play better uh, as your two linebackers. And then he'll just have nothing but DBs, you know. Have, you know, 
That's six DBs. That's all you've ever heard. Mike Jones, good in coverage. Mike Go- Jones, good in space. I mean, I've seen him play good. I remember the Alabama game last year. I've seen yeah, I know yeah, he can do he it. Has. I know he can do it. This weekend's the time to get us over the fucking hump, man. Yeah, I agree with you. All yeah, right. He's got to play better. So, so that, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it, man. I mean, all right. So, you know LSU. what they got? You know what they got? They're gonna run. They're gonna run ten plays out of different formations. You know what they got? You know what's? He, he hasn't changed since he's been at at Texas Tech. So you know, you, you got all the film you want on him. You know. So, and like Brian Kelly said, the only problem is it's it's hard to prepare for that in three days. Like the run, it's like uh, coaching against the option. That's it's exactly just what he said. And it's just so they just got to, got to say, you know. Assignment football and tackle well, like you said, and just keep everything in front of them. Don't let anything too deep over the top. Uh, they can't play too much soft man coverage, like I covered in last week's uh, podcast. But they got to play kind of mid. You know what I'm saying? They can't play ten ten yards off the line of scrimmage, but they can't play man up. You know, it's kind of you got to be a, a happy medium. You have to be a happy medium. You know. It's it's Don't weird that everybody on, on the planet has all the Mike Leach and all the air raid film of the guy who I forgot his name, but he's Mike Leach is a Mike Leach is his protege who invented the shit, and it has never changed in the last twenty five years. It's the same deal, no. and no, yeah. you they still can be successful with it. That's because they yeah, take advantages yeah. of they take advantage on what you're not gonna what you give them. Yeah, I mean you can't. <laughs> can't be too predictable and you got to like Kelly said you got to mix and match coverages and you can't just rush three all game because then they'll you know just dink and uh dunk you right over the middle the whole time that's a fact so we'll just we'll see man it's gonna be a big big challenge big test for them and hopefully LSU can get it done Saturday right, night like said, it, Death Valley five o'clock ESPN primetime Jay will be there uh I'll be there man big game I'm fired up yeah all right, let's go straight into week two games. We got four games we're going to cover, Jay. Uh, I'm going to kick you off with the first one and just give me your initial thoughts on the game. Texas versus Bama. Texas uh, squ- almost squeaks out a win, but ends up losing to Satan yeah, and they, the boys 20 to 19. They gave the, Nick Saban, Alabama, and Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner last year, too much time on the clock when they went up 19 to 17. Gave, <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was a ball game. I knew it was a ball game when they did that. And uh, they was a 20-point favorite, and we all said that it was going to cover on the I show. I did. I bet it. Was. I bet it. Yeah, we all said. Even David Portnoy, you said, they don't get rich betting against Alabama. Well, they should have bet against them this week. Should have bet against them this week. Jay, uh, did, do you think Quinn – What's crazy if, about – what's that, man? Do you think if Quinn stays in the game, Quinn Ewers, that they win? I think so, man. I really think he played really good in the first quarter. Um but it was the same story, same narrative as 2009, 2010 National Championship. Uh, Colt McCoy gets hurt, and down they go, you know. I don't think that – I still think that Alabama would have won uh, against Colt, but I think it would have been a lot closer. And uh, But this game is different. I really don't think that – I I'm, I know Alabama was number one team in the country. I understand that. I'm not a dummy. But I really don't think Alabama the last two years are as good as they've been in the past. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, What's crazy about Alabama, you don't want to play them week one. You're not going to win that game. I don't care who you are. You're not going to win that game. Too much time for Saban? Alabama. Too much time, man. He's going to have them so ready, so prepared. You want to play them week two to week six or week five. And that's where Texas got them week two. And they had 15 penalties. That's the most penalty they've had since 2002 in one game. 
That is the most like, in the Saban era, I was told. Yeah, yeah, by, by far. You know what I'm saying? So they, Alabama, Texas, they played good. I'm not taking nothing away from them. They did play good, but Alabama played terrible. That's the worst I've ever seen them play. Really, Jay? Did you Will see An- this? Will Anderson? Will Anderson couldn't get to the quarterback. Uh, you know, just it was just bad. Man, they, they had drops, they had a lot of drops uh, from you know receivers, and just it was just. It's a bad game. Jay, did you see the sneaky move that Sarkeesian had in his back pocket with old coach Gary Patterson on his staff now from TCU? Yeah, yeah, for a defensive analyst. Uh-huh. He said he's, he said he's been game planning on Alabama since like four months ago. Well, that's good, man. You tell me Gary Patterson don't know how to draw up a little defense. Oh, yeah. He's an old, old coach, man. Uh, so, so Sarkeesian probably going to take a – from saving, you know, the old car wash, man. You'll take the older coaches and make them analysts. That's, I mean, smart. You put them through the smart, car wash. Yeah. Scott yeah, Frost coming soon. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was wild. I can't, I didn't believe you when you told me that. What? You told me that he fired him. Yeah, I, mean, I, I believe, you know what I'm saying? I just, I didn't think he was going to fire him after week what, two or three. Especially or three, after yeah. they had to pay him $8 million to not let him go to yeah. October. Yes, man. Should have stayed at UCF. You saw our, you go saw back to UCF our, uh, our boy is the head coach now, right now, Mickey Joseph. Oh, yeah, uh, Mickey Joseph, yeah. i seen that they got people like uh, uh, Tim Brando come on, on Twitter Twitter and said that uh, Nebraska or Vercelli and, and uh, Tim Brando uh, uh, tweet, um, tweet quoted him and said, yeah, I agree with you. One of them said that Nebraska stopped trying to say uh, pull people that you think that wants the job – you. Pull people that uh, that you can afford to get. You know what I'm saying? Like they're trying to talk about going out to Urban Meyer, and Urban Meyer's not going to Nebraska, dude. <laughs> what about Hugh no. Freeze? Now there you go. Now you now you uh, now you might have something. Hugh Freeze, he, he needs to redeem himself. You know, and Nebraska might be the place. But it, I bet you it's hard to get kids in Nebraska, man. Who in the hell wants to go live in a cornfield? No, man. Yeah. That's why nobody – I don't even know how people want to go to College Station if it wasn't for NIL, motherfuckers. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. No, we're going to talk about that. Let's go right into that game. That's a good segue right Let's into go. A&M right. and Appalachian State. A&M, the Farmers lose by three as a 17-point favorite. They fucked me on a parlay. I hate A&M. I think it was a nine. Yeah, I had them at a 19-point favorite, man. I know you had 17, but I had them at a 19-point yep. favorite when we did the show. On seven, 17 to 20 point favorite, A&M loses by three to Appalachian State after uh, the, the used car salesman Jimbo. His time, man, he's in year five, Jay. They said that. I seen Barrett Salee. I think he shared it to me. He said that uh, at this time in their first X amount of games, Kevin Sumlin has one more win and then, uh, then uh, Jimbo. Jimbo has one less win and one more loss, you know, same amount of time, same amount of games. Yeah, Jimbo has it's like crazy. 38 wins, and he's got like 39 wins in the same amount of span. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy, man. Um, I couldn't hardly believe that that, uh, that that said that. Like, just don't understand. Yeah, they said, so So in the first 50 games, the head coach at A&M, Jimbo has 35 wins. Kevin, Kevin Sumlin had 36 wins. Oof. Ranked opponents, Jimbo has seven wins versus ranked opponents. Someone had nine. The ranked road wins, someone had five. Fisher has zero. Losses to uh, 
non-Power 5 schools. Kevin Sumlin has zero. Jimbo has one. <laughs> so, basically, Kevin Sumlin's a better head coach than Jimbo Fisher. Pretty much. Pretty much, man. So, I, I, I was so hypnotized, Jay. I could not take my eyes off the screen last night. I, I posted oh, on my Snapchat. Man. I watched Tech Sag's owner, Billy Lucci, his Luchador podcast. And yeah. he said, hey, guys, guys, guys I don't care who gets mad at me. I don't care who don't want to come on my show. It's year five. This is completely unacceptable. And, and Jay, yeah. take a look at A&M's schedule, Jay. They got Miami coming in this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I've seen that, man. Yeah. Then Arkansas. They, they, they're five-and-a-half-point favorite right now, but, man, I don't know how. Oh, God, give me the five-and-a-half with Miami. You're giving yeah. me five-and-a-half points. Well, crystal ball, man. Yeah, I'm about to fucking but, slam so, that. So what's crazy about, you know, the A&M game is that uh, Haynes King was 13 for 20. 97 yards passing. They said that is the lowest yardage pass at A&M in the last 15 uh, quarterbacks that started A&M. Goddamn, Robbie throws the football better than him. I mean, that's crazy, man. It was crazy to me that Jimbo is supposed to be known for this quarterback guru, right? Supposed to be known for his quarterback guru, high-powered offense, correct? Yeah, that's what they say. Okay. Well, how come – Appalachian State, which I'm not, I'm not taking nothing away from Appalachian State. They, they played a good game, whatever, you know. But they gave up 63 points the week before to North Carolina. <laughs> and A&M only scored 14 on them. Yeah. That's, that's bad, man. Hey, that's bad. Jimbo has sold them a crock of shit. And <laughs> he, this is, he runs that old 2012, that where's my juice offense. <laughs> it is yeah, so just, outdated. It is run the ball, throw to the tight end, run the ball, throw it to the tight end, run the ball, run the ball, take a shot over the head. I mean, it is – I know he's supposed to be this quartering, this guru. If you ask me, you see a lot in college football of one coach having a revolutionary player, a generational player, and them yeah. making a lot of money off of it. We've seen it with Cam Newton. We've seen it with Joe Burrow. We've seen it with Jameis Winston, in my opinion. I know that Jimbo is probably a little bit better coach than all the, than Gene Chizik and Ed Ogeron. But yeah. the only success he's really, truly, really and truly had, he had a generational quarterback that played for him. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I, I even, you could even, I, I, I'm going to make, I could make the argument that Dabo Sweeney, that Clemson really isn't this super elite program they were four, three to five years ago because I think he had two back-to-back. I think Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence were generational and he ain't had that before yeah. then, and he ain't had that after then, and they ain't really well, did I think that what's a, I think what's his name was pretty good, too. Taj was Clemson, good. No, Taj boy. Taj yeah, but, boy that, but when he was the quarterback, you know they were known for Clemsoning, right? Remember Clemsoning? What? Clemsoning. You don't remember that phrase of losing a game big? Just Google Clemsoning. That was a phrase that was oh, said okay, in college okay. football. No, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I know they beat us uh, with a late field goal on New Year's Day in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Yeah, but that was – that was Les Miles' fault. Yeah, yeah, Should have yeah. ran the ball. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, but anyway, I, I just I think yeah, that Jimbo I, got, is fooled. He has fooled the world. Yeah, I just I think it was crazy about uh, that game is that that Appalachian State. Yeah, they beat them seven by three points. They beat them by three points, but it wasn't even close. Rob, first down. I'm, I'm just run through some stats for you. First downs. Appalachian had twenty two. A and M had nine. Okay. A&M only had 186 yards of total offense. Appalachian State had 315. Okay. Turnovers. 
A&M had two. Appalachian State had zero. Uh, time of possession, Appalachian State had 41 and a half minutes, eight, and uh, A&M only had 18 minutes time of possession. The that is that's, unbelievable. That's bad. That's bad, man. That is cat five. They got their. They got. They got beat bad, dude. It really aspect of the game. Billy Lucci said, "Like, where do we? It, like, they show no promise whatsoever in that game of anything to look forward no. to." He he um, said it was they, demoralizing. They, 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 didn't even, they didn't even try to put Max out there. So that's bad. <laughs> do you, I, I bet. I, I bet Max gets a uh, Max gets a stab at it this weekend. Maybe not start, but I bet on the second or third drive he's in. Yeah. I mean, Jimbo's under some fire, dude. I mean, this is year five. You can't. This yeah. is like us losing to Troy, dude. You, I don't know. Man. You remember how much heat got on O after that happened? Yeah, I don't know. If that was year one or one and a half, you know. Yeah, yeah that's right. And 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 it just it's unacceptable it at at A and M. Yeah, O O was making O was making three and a half million at the time. Yeah, <laughs> Billy was making nine and a half nine and a half million. Billy Lucci said last night we are paying for an eleven win coach and we're receiving seven to eight and that ain't gonna cut it, cat. Yeah. I love it. Another thing I want one thing I want to touch on, I forgot uh, about Mississippi State. Uh, I know we're kinda of getting off subject going back, but you were talking about Will Rogers and how good he is, you know, how he's he's leading the he's leading the uh the conference you said and in yardage yep. and completion percentage and uh but the one thing you know, second completion percentage, Jaden, Jaden Daniels. Yes. You know, who's leading the the conference and quarterback rating. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Will Rogers is number four on the uh, list, which is really great because he's thrown the ball ninety eight times. You know, but like I said, man, and uh, but the one thing that's bad about Jaden is that it's not I'm saying his fault, but he is third on the uh, in sacks. Yep. On uh. So so now, you know who's you know who's dead last. Oh, okay, we'll go. I'll tell you this in a little bit. So we'll, let's go to the next game. What's the next game? All right, Marshall, next Notre game, Dame. Notre Dame and Marshall. All right. <laughs> Jay Marshall wins twenty six to twenty one. Oh a, yeah, a, not... a program that Brian Kelly handed. Uh, they were ranked five coming into the season. A top five program. They were ranked five at the end of the season last year. They were one mm-hmm. one fuck up of a team at the end of the season from making the playoffs. Even when Brian Kelly making was taking the LSU job, if they wouldn't have lost. If they wouldn't have lost to uh, Cincinnati. They'd have been in the playoffs. Irish breakdown on Twitter is melting right now. That same idiot that was blaming Brian Kelly and, and you remember that on uh, on uh, Crane. Yeah, he came on Dave Crane and Crane? Company. Oh, yeah. on, on Twitter, all he's what, what bragging he about, all what he's bragging saying? about now on Twitter is this is the first time since. 2016 that Notre Dame hasn't been ranked so but uh, but earlier that energy that you had earlier was it was Brian Kelly's yeah. fault but now you want to brag fault. about his accomplishments that whenever he was the coach yeah does that make sense or no <laughs> no it don't make sense to me man yeah everything was Brian so, Kelly's fault the first time they haven't been ranked since when yeah I, dude I don't, I don't have the tweet in front of me but it was 2016 no. 2017 oh, or 20, 26 okay okay yeah yeah yeah. So that's the but yeah, so but but before Brian Kelly is Brian, but now whenever you're doing bad, yeah. you want to brag about the Brian Kelly now, times. Now he's a now Freeman, which you know I, I'm not I'm not pulling against Freeman. He seems like a uh, a good guy. I'm not I'm not I root against Notre Dame. I'm not rooting against Freeman. You know yeah, yeah. I think Freeman could be a good coach, but I just think that his resources are limited. It's why he Brian Kelly left. He just can't get it done over there, man. You can't get the players, and you can't you can't. Beat the Alabamas and the 
past Clemson's and the, you know, you can't beat them. I know, I know they beat Clemson last year or no, two year COVID year. They beat him one time and then, and then uh, Clemson smoked them the next time, but you can't consistently beat them people. You know, you can't bring a knife to a gunfight. No, man, no. That's why I left. And and Marcus Freeman, he should have come with Kelly. He should have come with him. Uh, yeah, with, with arms wide open. I would have embraced him. Yeah. But? Yeah, but the hell with him now. They hope they lose every game. That's right. All right, straight. Good for them. Great into our All next right. game. Florida versus Kentucky. Jay, you Which fucked me. the best you game of the me. weekend. You fucked me. <laughs> Hey, I told you, man. I sent you a drunk so text. High. I sent you a drunk text late that night. I said, you fucked me. You said, what? I said, I you fucked me. You said, what? I said, you should have told me what I was saying was stupid. Well, I didn't I want to say that, Rob. All right, all right, all right. One of my best friends, so I'm not going to call you stupid, but I just tried to warn you that I said it on the podcast, said it to you many times, if you can contain Richardson and don't let him scramble and make him throw the ball, which or Utah wasn't able to do because they don't have the athletes in the SEC. If you can do that, you're going to beat Florida. That is the recipe of beating Florida. And I'm not – trust me, I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert. I'm just – what I see on the field, I can tell you, and, and most of the time it's not right. But uh, I just – had a, I just, I've seen Richardson play. And it was bragging about him. It's some, some dude on SEC Network one time said he was going to be top, top 20 draft pick quarterback. I'm thinking, what? How, man? Yeah. So Richardson has had the shortest Heisman Trophy uh, run I've ever seen. Uh, the second shortest was probably uh, Kenny Hill or Kenny Trill. Kenny Trill, baby. So he, he looked really good. Richardson didn't look that good, but he looked really good the first two or three games and then fell off. Richardson fell off after one game. One game. And we said that. I said that on the podcast. that They, they was going to lose Kentucky. I said that. I said they're going to lose to Kentucky, man. Kentucky got a good – Good team. Uh, Stoops has got him rolling. Uh, Stoops is the right. most underappreciated the guy. coach in college football. Yeah. And the guy that he surpassed Bear Bryant most wins at Kentucky, by the way. That's pretty cool. I thought that was cool. Man. Yeah. I, I knew uh, Bear Bryant went to A&M. I, never, I really forget he went to Kentucky before. You know, he was yeah. at Kentucky. So, so uh, well, guy we talked about for the Florida podcast, uh, I work with in Milan Reshore. Uh, I, when I went to work, he after the uh, Florida State game, he come and hugged me and said, "It's okay, buddy. Y'all lost to Florida State." I said, "I said, don't worry, Milan. I said, I'm about to get y'all the, y'all about to get handed to, uh, by Kentucky, man. They about to, they about to bust y'all the bus, man." I said, "He said, no, man. Kentucky's only beat us two times in the last thirty years." I said, "I said, okay, but who's been having rolling for the last five years? So, would you say they they won two out of the last three? Yeah, two out of the last three at the swamp is what I think I saw. It's the first time, first time they've ever beat them two years in a row, technically. I think ever. Jay, I, I got something, and I, I want you to tell me, tell me how you feel about this. So last week, things change so fast in college football. We live in the moment. All the games mean so yeah. much. Yeah. Jay, how does yeah. the Auburn game, who Auburn barely escaped San Jose State this last weekend, by the way? Jay, how yeah. does the Auburn and the Florida and the A and A A and M game look up? They looks a little more winnable now for us, right? Yeah, I, I think so, man. And when, when, in that game, I, I didn't get to it yet. But um, so, so I was going to tell you that Jay Daniels is leading the SEC in QBR. Okay. So, who you think is dead last out of the fourteen starters? Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson is dead last. AR fifteen. TJ, TJ Finley is twelfth. 
Oh no! Only only ahead of Brady uh, Cook from Missouri. Man, Jay, we got to get by Mississippi State, dude. dude. We we get by hey, the end. Hey, we got hey. New Mexico. Another game hey. under our belt, and then we get to go to Auburn. So 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 he's dead. So Anthony Richardson is dead last in the in QBR. He's also dead last in completion percentage at fifty two percent. Oh my god. Yeah, man. I just I don't I didn't see it. I, I know I know he can run. I know he's athletic, but I just didn't see him as as this, you know. He was fourteen for thirty five, hundred and forty yards, two interceptions. That's a tough one. He rushed day. the ball six he rushed the ball six times for four yeah. yards. At one time in the game, Rob, he was six for nineteen with a one interception. Six for nineteen. Jay, this is why whenever I whenever I've seen Jaden play the last two games and I look at his stats, I'm, I try to tell people we don't know how lucky we are right now for having this motherfucker. No, yeah, you can imagine. You might, I mean, you imagine if, if we had uh, Richardson, we'd, I, I'd probably we'd off myself. One, we, we still won one, but I'm saying that you know, that, you know, one we lost by one point. I like our guys. All I'm saying. Yeah, heck yeah, I do too. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, I was in for the Florida game and stuff. I was just getting all that out there. Jay, let's let's get into week three. There's we got four, five, six games here we're excited about. Yeah, yeah. Just some some marquee matchups. Um, you got uh so Friday six thirty on ESPN. Uh, Florida State and all whites at two point favorite at Louisville. I think that's a pretty interesting game. Plus, it's the only game worth watching on Friday, do, so that's pretty cool. Do we pull for Florida State because it makes our loss look better, or do we want them to lose no, to Avengers? No. no, you want no, you want them to win. Yeah, the hell with them. You want them to win? No, I want them. I want them to lose. I, I don't want them to win. All right, there. I said that backwards. I had them as a. Uh, I got them as a two point favorite on us. Uh, yeah, Sports that's what I had. so. So and Saturday start off the game. Oh no 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 no. What's your pick? Yeah. Oh, what I got? Yeah, what you got? Uh, heads up, money line, no spread, no spread, just heads up. Who you got? I don't know. They both what? Florida State's two and zero, oh, and Louisville's one and one, one and one. Off I, of an upset, Florida State probably won. Louisville upset uh, UCF last week. I had UCF to cover five points. Louisville yeah, won out. I don't know. Florida State will probably win this one. They'll no. probably win this game. I got Florida State. I think they cover the two as well. Yeah. All right. So next so game? Saturday, uh, eleven o'clock. On uh, ESPN, you got number one Georgia, the 20 20, and a half point favorite at South Carolina. Jay, um, Jay, that ain't enough points, dude. You don't think Georgia's Georgia's about to? Or Georgia's a fucking wagon. They're about to roll yeah. South Carolina. Yeah. Oh, I think you're probably right too. And what's crazy is that uh, is that Stetson Bennett or Studson Bennett. Is, uh, he's second in the SEC in yards right now at 670 yards. Man. Hey, he's playing, bro. He looks he looks nice. Yeah, he's, he's good, man. He looks good. He looks confident. Yeah. He looks like he's the, the he yeah, looks Bryce. like the defending national championship quarterback playing with yeah, some what's, swag. What's crazy is is Bryce Bryce is in the middle of the pack in like every every category, man. Nice. So you like so wild. what you like you like Georgia? Do you think Georgia wins by more than 24 and a half? Mm, man, it's gonna be close. Probably so, but it's gonna be close, man. It's a lot of points. Three touchdowns, yeah. Three touchdowns at South Carolina. They might have them. Uh, it's the eleven o'clock game, so I don't know, man. Probably so. They probably cover that. That's a that's what the old man at the barbershop said. They said that's a lot of points. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a, lot a lot of, of points. Point. I like I like Georgia to, to win by 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 more than twenty four and a half. Uh, so at two thirty. On Fox, uh, number twelve BYU at number twenty five Oregon, and 
and tw- uh, Oregon's a three and a half point favorite for Bo Nix. So I don't know, man. Jake. BYU beat Baylor in uh, overtime. BYU uh, wins outright. Wins outright. Okay. Yeah. Probably so. I haven't watched. I haven't watched BYU. Last time I watched BYU was with uh, Zach Efron was quarterback. Who? Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Who's Zach? Oh, Zach Taylor. <laughs> Yeah, I liked him, man. I, I won a lot of money on him that yeah, year. Yeah, I did too. I yeah. did too. Yeah. So, uh, um, and then after that, is the, I'm not gonna watch the Oregon game. We'll watch the next one, two uh, thirty on. Uh, well, I'll probably watch the Indian copy of the game, but I'd like to watch this one. Two thirty on CBS. Uh, number twenty two, Penn State, uh, is a three point favorite at Auburn. What do you think here? So, I think I think Penn State's gonna win. Man, Auburn just hasn't played. You know, they haven't shown anything. To me yet, man. Like you said, they they've won two games, but it hasn't been in real convincing fashion against who? Who, who they played? Nobody. Uh, San Jose State and Mercer. State. Yeah, I mean they ain't played nobody, man. I mean, well, she played Southern last week, but at least they played Florida State and, and showed signs of life in the second half. You know, dude, I watched someone uh, today. I, dude, it might have been Moscona. I'm not sure. They said they think the uh, old boy's going to be fired by October. By the end of October. Because of the schedule, their schedule's about to ramp up. Their schedule's about to ramp up, and they okay. ain't it. They ain't it, you know. All right, well, that's good, man. All right. Uh, don't, don't bother me if they fire. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so, then at 6.30 on ABC, um, uh, number 11, Michigan State at Washington, and Washington's a three-point favorite. That one's intriguing to me, that an unranked Washington – I know it's at home, but an unranked Washington is a three-point favorite over – Almost a top ten team in the country. That's kind of that, there's something about that that's kind of intriguing. Like Vegas knows something that that we don't know. I smell a rat. Something smells kind of fishy. What, say uh, one more time. What time is that game? Six thirty on ABC. Six, Six prime time game. Six thirty on ABC. Yep. Michigan State ranked eleven. Who? Who? I gotta see who Washington's played. Washington has played I, Kent I, State and Portland State. They ain't played nobody. So what, what, why are they three point favorite? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I smell a rat. I'm they, think I'm about to. Know something. I think I'm they about to something. hammer Michigan State. Yes. Who's Michigan State played? Michigan State has played uh, Western Michigan and mm, I don't know. This is Akron, and uh, and right. and they won so thirty five to thirteen and fifty two to nothing. So they know they know something. Yes, You're right. Man. I don't know. What I got, I'm gonna have to check the weather in Washington. The games in Washington. You know how it rains in Seattle, Washington. Yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. to check the weather or some shit. I don't know, man. All right, next so game. Then, then, then the last game we got on the list is uh, eight o'clock on ESPN. So this one to follow uh, LSU. Um, uh, number thirteen Miami at number twenty four A and M, uh, and A and M's a five and a half point favorite. Hammering the U. I, I, I'm with you, man. I'm I want the U. Ball. And I give me five Crystal and a half Ball points. is a better coach. Crystal Ball is a better coach. I just think that he, I think Miami wins this game outright, man. Jay, I know there was times whenever you were telling me like about the U documentary. I mean, this is years and years ago, and like you, you know, you you're really up to speed about the history of the uh, Miami. And me and you went to the Miami Joe Burrow's first game against Miami, and I yeah. saw their fans and how their fans were. I have never in my life been like, man, I kind of like Miami. I kind of like Miami. I don't, I've never liked Miami other than I think they got the best mascot. I like the hurricane and that crane. That, yeah, I think that's, that's cool. cool. But you will never see a bigger U, U fan this weekend than me. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, man, I was going to say, I, I'm telling you right after that, after that seven overtime loss and the fans are so obnoxious and so corny. Terrible to so us corny, on the way out. And, corny bad, and terrible. Man. I'm just, I'm like, 
Alabama A and M. I don't I don't hold a root for them to beat nobody. You know what I'm saying? I always root for the other team. Dream situation. They play. We play at five. Uh and we we coming off a big win. Jaden plays his ass yeah. off. And you turn Played on the game, and it's out. and it's plays lights out at home. Finishes the game at night in Tiger Stadium. Sets the lets oh, the world man. know prime time on ESPN at five o'clock. Don't give me too far to don't give me too far to my rest of the field. Oh yeah, you and that guy <laughs> on bath salt, and yeah, I'm gonna get him. And uh, Jaden Daniels blows the dome, blows the fucking roof off of Tiger Stadium, even though there's no roof. Gets it going, yeah. gets the dub, and then you turn over to the. They they cut into Miami at Texas A and M at eight o'clock, and Miami's up ten to nothing in the end of the first quarter. Oh, <laughs> uh, nothing would. That's man. a perfect Saturday night. Oh man, yeah, because like last weekend was awesome. LSU won, of course. A uh, and M lost. Notre Dame lost. Florida lost. A and M lost. Florida, Florida lost. lost. And Bama almost only lost. Thing only thing would have made that weekend better is if Ohio State would have lost. And Alabama and Texas somehow would have both would have ended with a tie, yeah, <laughs> or something. You know, the only thing that would made it better. Hey, it was a, it was a good weekend. This has been a good episode, Jay. You got anything else? That's it, man. Just like I said, I just hope LSU plays. They're really ready to play, man. I think they will be, and hopefully, Jaden Daniels plays his lights out and, and plays just as good or better than he's been playing the last two games. All right, you heard it here first. I like the Tigers this weekend. I always like the Tigers. Love Jane Daniels. The boys are fired up. Jay will be there. This is winner's win. So dirty jumper wet so I keep it clean.